All right, so welcome back to the um, second part of the uh, law school episode with Norman. And uh, because of time constraints, we're probably going to do more of a lightning round of this section. Um, he'll, of course, be back, and so he'll be able to give more of a comprehensive um, talk or review of like his time in law school from that. Um, but I guess some of the things I really want to ask you is... Uh, just like the general questions, like, because I've never, of course, known a law student before that. And most people before they get to it don't know what it's set up like. So I just want to get some of the logistics. So um, what is the average length of, of a class? Um, for my school, it was a 50 minute class mm. and an hour and 20 minute class. Hour and 20 minutes. So similar to undergrad in some respects. Yes. Um, how many students per class? Um... That very much will vary by, by school, mm. but... Um, well, for you? My school had, I think, a little over 100 students divided into three sections. Mm. So roughly 33 people, actually a little more than... Mm. A little... You know what? That's a lie. I'd say roughly 40 per section. Mm. Okay, so you guys do do split... You do split into sections. You're not just all... Everybody's in one jumble class or yes um you're stuck with your section throughout the day mm -hmm. and um at my school we had three sections section one was based on summer students that mm -hmm. came for a summer program mm -hmm. section two and three were the remaining students of that class divided mm -hmm. up okay all right um you said class so how many uh, roughly how many classes do you have like as far as a if you could give a course load um, would you say it would roughly be equal to like 18 credits, 15 credits, or um, just giving a number of classes? What does that look like? I had six classes my first semester. Mm -hmm. I had five the second. And um, that I know for one of, for this sem previous semester, I had one class that was worth two credits mm -hmm. and then one that was worth one. Mm -hmm. So for both semesters, I had 15 credit hours. So one semester split into half halfway marks for the school year each mm. semester was the halfway part so fall semester i had six classes mm. spring semester i might have five fall oh, okay. semesters 15 credit hours okay i just want to specify because it sounded like you were saying i guess it was this one semester was split in two i, no. I was confused oh, i'm sorry. sorry that's fine that's me um uh so you kind of already talked about the professor student relationship with that's life I uh, I guess my question is, what is the, uh, so we're just doing a scale, so we'll say uh, a 1 to 10, and I'm pretty <coughs> sure it's going to be on the higher end. Uh, give a comparison of what the amount of work is like between undergrad and law school. Um, if You can even go over 10 if you have to. What I had in undergrad was a 2. Wow. Um, You're close law schools definitely like a ten, like ten. The required, um, the best way I can describe it is for every credit they recommend that whatever credit hours you have per class, mm -hmm. that's how many double it is roughly how many hours a week you should be studying at mm -hmm. home. So a three hour class, six hours a week at home. Mm -hmm. In undergrad, I didn't need to do that. Mm -hmm. I put in the work necessary for the required assignment, and that was it. Mm -hmm. In law school. I definitely have to put in those after-hour time studying mm -hmm. in order to scrape by. Do you find yourself um, using study groups now? 
um, for the most of the semester I did. I regret mm-hmm. not doing it. I learned to, um, before, right before finals the power of an effective study group. Mm-hmm. I've learned that um, if you have a study group that doesn't break apart due to some drama and y'all actually stick to the workload, mm-hmm. you will get through so much work and learn so much because every, everything that you, especially for law school, since it's less of a yeah, um, right answer, wrong answer, it's mm-hmm. more like, how did you get to this answer? Right. And that's where um, the study group is strong because mm-hmm. you're going to have to state your answer, give your analysis, mm-hmm. and you have to prove your analysis mm-hmm. to your four to five other people. And by the time you're done, everybody says their piece and they realize what parts are working, what parts aren't. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to your professor and they'll give you the answer. Because mm-hmm. um, for many of my professors, They'll give me a practice assignment with no answer sheet, mm. and we got and we got to go to their office and actually talk with them before we get any answers whatsoever. Mm. Right. So it's better to just have people to kind of work through it first, mm-hmm. so that you can learn rather than just going to them. Yes. Um. In many cases, your professors will actually say, "Talk to your classmates about your talk to your study group," <coughs> and then all f- five, six, seven mm. of you. Do you think that my office? Do you think that's done by? Do you think that's done on purpose by design? Since, in the law, uh, profession, you'll be working with others. Um. Yes and no. Mm. Um, for in many cases, it's based on the fact that each individual teacher mm-hmm. has their own um, study methods and beliefs to mm-hmm. the same subject matter. For example, um, me and my classmates in a different section. Mm-hmm. My class had to learn the model pedal code methods, but their class didn't. Mm-hmm. And that completely changes how answers are done. Because wow. they cannot t- answer anything involving model pedal code. Mm-hmm. So um, you need to be able to have study group within your own section. Mm-hmm. So um, they really want cohesiveness amongst the people in your particular section mm-hmm. to be able to get stuff done. And due to the high difficulty of law school, um, one thing I noticed is your whole class, your whole section mm-hmm. is very concise and willing to help mm-hmm. each person because they understand that when they have their problems, mm-hmm. it's those 40 people are the only ones you can actually rely on. Right. So they promote study groups as a cohesive tool. But even if you don't need it, just understand that your whole section is also your study group, mm. and they will help you mm. because we you you can't afford to have clicks mm-hmm. because you need everybody mm. and everyone to pass your stuff and get through. Um, speaking of, I guess your classmates, um, what is like the demographics of your class? Is it mainly? Um, is it a good mixture of students who just went straight from undergrad to law school? Is there some older people? Is it like a, um, how would you describe it? Um, unlike undergrad, diversity is very big in law school. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go to HBCU law school, correct? I go to HBCU law school. Mm-hmm. You you might not think about it sometimes because mm-hmm. we're, we're, um, we have, all right, I see more Caucasian people mm-hmm. in my HBCU law school than I ever said, um, in my one HBCU law class than I did perhaps my whole time at Virginia State. Wow. 
it's and it's not just diverse in ethnicity or race but also um diverse especially in age mm. um i came to law school straight out of undergrad mm-hmm. so i'm one of the freshest things on the block wow but i have people that i study with who have businesses of their own families of their own wow. i have i there's a man in my class that's retired he's retiring he decided to come back for this <laughs> yeah, he, probably the best time like there are people that are old enough to, to be my parent mm. and we're all the same status as students um so diversity is very big because by the time you're in law school people mm. usually have to take breaks um and I work with parents. Mm. I work with people that have um, full-on families. Mm. It's it's diverse. It's diverse in every single way because every walk of life can can come to law school mm. and effectively try to get their education there. Mm. Well, that's really good. Um, I guess you kind of already talked about your adjustment from uh, well. I'll ask you this question. Was there a, um, I guess, uh, what was the adjustment period demographic-wise? And you kind of spoke on it going from uh, <laughs> from Virginia State to NCCU. I'll be honest. I'm not even sure if I'm finished adjusting. Um, it, it, it's just <laughs> the change is so stark mm-hmm. that um, I remember I called my father mm-hmm. um, at one point. And I was just like this. I have to learn, relearn how to study. Mm-hmm. That's just how big the adjustment was. Because what I used to do to study back in undergrad mm-hmm. did not help me at all in law school. Mm-hmm. So I would have to go back to foundational stuff. Mm-hmm. I would have to go to um, the academic success department. And I had to talk to a professional and say, mm-hmm. I don't know how to study. Mm-hmm. And they had to give me studying methods to help prepare me for certain things. I had to get breakdowns mm. on how to write an effective essay. Right. So um, the adjustment period is going to vary heavily. There are mm. some people that are lost ones going to connect with, mm-hmm. and they'll be able to do it. There are other people who can put in so much time mm-hmm. that um, it doesn't matter how big of a gap it is, mm. they can solve it. Mm. And then there are people like me who it's going to take you... It's going to take you a while to... I would it. not say I was able to understand how to effectively study in law school. Mm about towards the end of your first semester if finals was on a monday i didn't learn how to effectively study until about a week before wow because that's when i realized there were all these things mm. that i could have been doing mm-hmm. that i missed out on yeah and i regret that right now that mm-hmm. i missed him for my midterm and my initial assessment well I will always say this is never too late, and you, we look forward to seeing what you can do in the next semester. At least you, better that you know and you understand that than you never figured that out and you came into the next semester thinking, I'm going to do the same stuff because that's insanity. Um, Me and my friends have already talked about what we're doing next semester, and we already know. Smart. We're getting things <laughs> organized, and mm-hmm. we, um, is that a we're, big we're making arrangements well? on who's, do, who's getting the room because mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're doing a lot more study sessions mm-hmm. together. Than we did this year, right? Um, I guess just uh, because we're we're running uh kind of 
on a crunch for time. Uh, I guess the most important question, and it's kind of, um, I'll, I'll combine it into two, is uh, during your first semester, um, how did you motivate yourself throughout some of those lowest parents, uh, those lowest moments, and how did you maintain your mental health? Um, as far as just like, did you still try to game when you could? Did you try to read? Because I know you're, he's a he's a huge reader, guys. He he loves to read. Um, but like, what was that like for you? Um, first motivating yourself at that point, and then also making sure that you maintain some type of sanity. All right, so. For um, everybody out there, I'm going to just say this. My teacher told me this. My advisor told me this during my orientation. Mm -hmm. If you're a one out and you didn't cry, it you don't exist. I, I cried like three separate occasions. Mm -hmm. I cried in front of my teacher and I just wow. had to get it all out because it can kick your ass. Mm -hmm. Law school is tough, but it's doable. Mm -hmm. So um, you just have to be real with yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't just say, I'll do better next time. No. Mm -hmm. You have to be real, sit mm -hmm. down, figure out what's your problems, mm -hmm. get help addressing them, mm -hmm. and then you start moving forward. Right. So, well, that's, and that's one thing that helped me with my mental health. I had issues. I had issues across the board. But after each, each of my assessments, mm -hmm. I identified what was my major issue. Mm -hmm. I went to my teachers and the support of the school mm -hmm. got each of those issues addressed mm -hmm. by the time it came for mm -hmm. finals mm -hmm. I felt a lot more confident and stable mm -hmm. and it shows in the work that I did mm -hmm. the mentality coming out of it mm -hmm. and the confidence I had in my answers I'll admit I was a lot less confident with my answers after my final than I was during my initial assessment mm -hmm. But I also know what confidence I do have mm. is because of a firm foundational understanding of that content. Right. So, um, in order to keep your, myself going, I had to just shore up my weaknesses, reinforce my strengths, mm -hmm. and push on. But um, what kept me mentally stable was the fact that I acknowledged my faults in terms of my study habits. Mm -hmm. um, I can't study in my house. Mm -hmm. If I leave campus, that's the time I, me time myself. Mm -hmm. I'm done studying for the night. You have to you have to create that separation for you. Yes, for yourself. My house and my and my school are two separate areas for me. Mm -hmm. I cannot study at home unless it's on a weekend, mm -hmm. and I can only study for short periods of time. Right. So, and once I got home, I could cook myself dinner, lay myself on my bed, watch a YouTube video, mm -hmm. read a book, play a video game. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot of time for all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, my gaming habits have shrunk dramatically, mm -hmm. but it was those things, those periods of rest mm -hmm. that helped me get through it. Mm -hmm. Another thing that helped was the fact that um, Sundays was a very much a me day in mm -hmm. general. Outside of some light reading that I had to do for my Monday courses, mm -hmm. I tried um, doing... I, um, activities for myself mm. so that's when I did a lot of my um, gaming and such because Saturdays and socialization as well yes because um, Monday through Friday I had my classes mm. um, every other Saturday I would go to my school to study mm. um, and the Saturdays where I weren't in school was because I had to do grocery shopping those mm -hmm. days Right. so 
you need to amalgamate a certain amount of time for yourself. Mm-hmm. But you also have to acknowledge how much time you can allow yourself mm-hmm. um, without not without underperforming because right. it's a high stress environment. Mm-hmm. So you need that um, unwinding time, but you can't um, spend too much time doing that because you still need to be on the top of your day. You still have to keep so going in regardless. It's really a reflection of how well do you know yourself mm-hmm. and your ability to um, manage, micromanage your work life mm-hmm. and your um, personal life. Mm, I understand. Um, the last question I have for you and... You can kind of do this lightning around um, just as fast as you can. Is um, What are some tips that you have for people who want to get into law school? Just boom, just right off the rip. When you say that, do you mean like applying to get in or once they're in there? Everything, just applying to get in and once you're there, just as many as you can. All right, so... We'll do people, like maybe like a, a 30-second countdown. All right, so when you're trying to get in there, you need to understand that um, your LSAT scores and your GPA combined are what's important. So you're good in school. You still need a decent um, LSAT score and vice versa. So try and balance that out. Balance that out. That'll determine everything for you. And once you submit all your stuff, mm-hmm. you're done. Don't worry about it. Move on with your life. Whether you get in it or not, not much you can do until the next year. You get your results and you can reapply in certain aspects. Uh, once you're in school, what you really need to do is ground yourself. Put a halt to... Um, all your beefs, your problems. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a wall between your academic life and your personal life. Mm-hmm. You need to know where that wall starts. You need to know where that wall ends. Mm-hmm. Balance it and understand that you ain't an undergrad no more. Mm-hmm. All that fun, it's gone. Mm-hmm. You are a work slave and you <laughs> have to acknowledge that you need to be in your textbooks. Um, uh, we kind of ran out of time. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um, Thank you, Norman, um, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Not a problem, um, Jared. If I, you ever need me to come back mm-hmm. on, just give me a call. Yeah. Call it. Yeah, definitely. We're definitely gonna have you back on um, for the next. For once you've come, you've can't. Bleh, I can't talk today. Once you've come back from your your first year and you've kind of like have a better idea of how things are, I want to get your perspective from that. I think you dropped a lot of gems and there's a lot of good information in here for you. Um, and I appreciate you coming on and doing this. Um, please, everybody listening, um, subscribe. And, you know, if there are any questions that you have about law school, I don't know if Norman has a problem with it. I know he's very busy. So if he wants to, I'll pass him along as he can answer them. Don't guarantee a quick response because he, he, he has work to do. <laughs> he's about to go back soon. So um, if that would that be okay? You can send me any um questions you get and i'll try to answer them to the best mm-hmm. of my ability mm-hmm. but i'm no miracle worker <laughs> he said he's no miracle worker um but yeah thank you um no nah, he's not on social media so i can't give you that can't shut him out that way but um once again thank you and you know we'll we'll see you next back we'll see you again on the next episode